Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Monday, November 7th, 2022. A woman alleged to be a knife and baseball bat-wielding burglar and car thief was arrested on Wednesday morning. Sheriff's deputies have linked a series of reports regarding robberies and attempted armed robberies in Joshua Tree and Yucca Valley to one woman, Jessica Allen, a 35-year-old resident of Yucca Valley. On Monday, October 31st, Allen is alleged to have tried to steal a truck from employees at the Castaneda's restaurant in Joshua Tree while armed with a knife before walking into a nearby home, stealing clothes, and attempting to steal a pest control truck parked in the driveway. Just after midnight on Wednesday morning, the sheriff reports that Allen entered a residence in the 58,200 block of Joshua Drive in Yucca Valley, where she demanded keys to a car while threatening the resident with a baseball bat. Later that morning, Allen is alleged to have entered another residence in the 7,700 block of Victor Vista in Yucca Valley, where the 88-year-old resident believed she was a nurse. There, Allen reportedly stole phones and keys to a vehicle, then fled in the stolen vehicle, but crashed a short distance away. Deputies set up a perimeter around the crashed vehicle and were able to locate Allen quickly. Jessica Allen was arrested for suspicion of residential robbery and theft of a motor vehicle and booked at the Morongo Basin Jail. Tomorrow is Election Day and voters across the United States will make their voices heard, whether in person or via mail. Z1077 encourages you to plan ahead by taking some time today to visit sbcountyelections.com to confirm your voting status and the location of your polling place. For a full list of candidate races and ballot measures, see a link in this story at z1077fm.com. Stay tuned to Z1077 for full coverage of tomorrow's election. Pioneertown residents are unhappy about a proposed 14-unit trailer park to operate as a short-term rental glamping destination on an undeveloped three-quarter acre parcel along historic Main Street. They say that despite the proposed project's failure to conform to various elements of the County Development Code, the Community Plan, and the California Environmental Quality Act, and dozens of letters from Pioneertown residents all opposing the trailer park, the County Planning Commission unanimously approved it in July. This has motivated area residents to organize. Reporter Mike Lipsitz picks up the story from here. Led by Pioneertown resident and architect Ben Losher and operating under the name Pioneertown Sustainable Tourism and Economic Development, the group has set its sights on either seeing the project brought into compliance or stopping it altogether. The group filed an appeal with the Board of Supervisors. In it, they emphasized that they, quote, support the addition of a professionally managed tourist accommodation, now paraphrasing, on the condition that it ensures the integrity of the Pioneer Town Main Street Historic District. A hearing before county supervisors has been tentatively set for December 6th, and in a tolling agreement or side proposal, the group has reached out to the developer with an offer to drop the appeal if the proposal is resubmitted following all appropriate requirements. Pioneer Town Sustainable Tourism and Economic Development placed a November 15th deadline for the development to decide where the offer will be pulled. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. The California Highway Patrol will be offering their Age Well Drive Smart class for seniors tomorrow. This program helps to reduce motor vehicle collision and pedestrian deaths and injuries experienced by older Californians and to increase seniors' alternate transportation options when driving is no longer an option. 
The class will be held from 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the 29 Palms Senior Center, located at 6539 Adobe Road, across from the fire station. The class is open to the public, and all seniors are welcome. Celebrate this Veterans Day with a potluck and film screening that's free to active and veteran service members. Assignment reporter Robert Hayden has the story. Milltree will be holding a special Veterans Day potluck and film screening on Thursday, November 10th. Milltree is an inclusive veteran-led nonprofit based in Joshua Tree and it's been supporting veterans and their families since 2013. You can bring your favorite dish or drink to share. The potluck starts at 5 o'clock and there'll be a film screening afterward titled On Black Mountain. It starts at 7 o'clock and documents a journey home for a group of women veterans. There will be a Q&A with Frederick Marks immediately following. There's a suggested donation of $10, but no one will be turned away. And the event is free for veterans and active duty service members. You can see this story at Z1077FM.com for a link to the event and a trailer for the film. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is assignment reporter Robert Hayden. The 10th Annual Joshua Tree National Park Expo was held on Saturday. In addition to a show of fabulous artworks, awards were given out by the Expo's jury at a reception in the evening. Sixty artists from across California had work featured in the exhibition. Elizabeth Polnow of 29 Palms won the Best of Show Award for her bronze sculpture, Bright New Day, featuring a juvenile desert tortoise climbing toward a poppy. In three-dimensional art, the first place award went to Linda Schrader of Yucca Valley, who received first place for her Joshua Tree wall sculpture. Second place went to a fabric art piece by Lori Schaefer of Yucca Valley, and third place was a clay sculpture of desert critters by Cher Townsend of Yucca Valley. In the photography category, first place was awarded to Don Anderson of 29 Palms, second place went to Casey Kiernan of Joshua Tree, and third place went to Delphine Bordas of Palm Desert. In the two-dimensional art category, first place was an Oasis oil painting by Stephanie Britt of Bellingham, Washington. Second place was Lillian Josh, an acrylic painting by Dollar Davis of Los Angeles. And third place went to Liv Stofko of Santa Ana for her drawing titled Yucca Brevifolia. The Superintendent's Award, an honor selected by Joshua Tree National Park Superintendent David Smith, went to Morning, an oil painting by David Farrington of Cherry Valley, California. The exhibition is on display at the gallery through November 27th and features artwork inspired by Joshua Tree National Park. The 29 Palms Art Gallery is open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Thursday through Sunday at 74055 Cottonwood Drive on the corner of National Park Drive in 29 Palms. The artwork can also be viewed online at jtnparts.org. And finally, reporter Robert Hayden rejoins us with a look at sports. The Yucca Valley High School Trojans football team traveled to South Pasadena Friday night and lost 43-35 in round one of the CIF playoffs. South Pasadena was a tough team who put themselves in the CIF semifinals last year as well. Head coach Jeremy Johnson said there is no doubt that not having a Battle of the Bell game affected the Trojans. The Yucca Valley team was down at halftime, 33-14, but after some adjustments, the Trojans came back and outscored South Pasadena 21-10. But with the Trojans starting middle linebacker out for the game, it just wasn't enough as they struggled to stop the power run game of South Pasadena. Michael Ramos threw four touchdowns and rushed for another. Javin Hudson had two touchdown catches, and Miles Harper and Malachi Harper each had a touchdown catch. Defensively, David Gutierrez led the team with 16 tackles, followed by Miles Harper and Javin Hudson with 14 tackles. Coach Johnson said that the player of the game was Michael Ramos. Along with the stats of the playoff game, Ramos broke the school record with 2,282 yards passing for the season. Coach Johnson said it was a great season and I'm proud of these guys and how far we have come. The team was a two-point conversion away from a DVL title. 
to go from 4-5 to five last year to 7-3 to three this year and a second place in league with a strong JV program. The future looks great for Trojan football, said Coach Johnson. With 19 of their 22 starters returning, including all of their skill position players, the high-scoring Trojans are already thinking about 2023 and will work even harder this offseason. I'm Robert Hayden, and that's your local sports. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.